Bitch is King Kong. I'm King Kong. <laughs> Bitch is King Kong. <laughs> it's trash. You talking Just, about the bitches King Kong shit? I don't know what it is. The the fucking shit, the Chung Lee shit's trash. Remy Ma shit, new shit, trash. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to live in a world where I have to support everything just because it's black. What is the real Africa story? Back to the schedule. I'm eating this beat up. I swear that it's edible. Your homie in the cut. Running my shit up a thousand times What the fuck's in PR for them hating ass dick riders And them pretty little mamas Yeah, we at the Ritz Carlton Finishing up, I done killed her makeup and eyeliner Ooh, ooh, ooh She was flexing out the motherfucking rear With a post from my fucking Jet Lear I got close, seen her bag wasn't real Yeah This is America's For the average perception is everything For your bag, they gon' hate So who give a fuck if it's real or fake She keeps some clean toes though And I'm a dog, yeah, you know I love hoes Can I always get a swag? I am confused. Damn, where the fuck is man's? Trumped on the couch, getting A1s, he fought the Zans. Whoa, I remember back then, nigga, yeah, you was a man. Shit, now I was a change of plans, yeah. I'm feeling sorry for you, what the perception of me balling on you? Whoa, whoa, bag it up, bag it up, bag it up. Oh, 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 I hit the hood, learned all of my cool dances, and caught my verse from the dollar store. No, no, never will you come close. This nigga's work ethic is gold. I want that guapanese. Tryna stash it till it rots, stack it up past the knees Lost friends, they casualties Been focused too long, I see they skip town on me Embarrassed, meanwhile I'm tryna shop out in Paris Meanwhile six kids when I'm mashing Meanwhile two bras when I'm smashing Your boys is ass with your passions 2018, Florida in your presence, that's right I'm a pop icon, the shit that I do is bigger than rap Never will I react to your subs, my nigga I know I look better than you You trash, you broke, expose yourself with them weak ass Posting them statuses too, you niggas Made me this way, huh? Kill manga, I approach with open arms. Now it's sad, now you mad. I'm scamming off the swag, Lance Armstrong. Nigga, you're it's your boy, Robbie Dean, back with another one of those fire ass episodes of me, Blanc Amigo. And right off the bat, I want to pay my respects to my dog, Toby, from episode one of me, Blanc Amigo. We don't want that fit and all. Bro actually had passed in the last week or two, not really sure what day it was, on the overdosage of fentanyl, and if you can refer back to the episode, you can hear how passionate he was about it, and you know, how, you know, it's been a thing of usage for him for a very long time, so... It wasn't a shocking thing, but it's always bad to see somebody go at the end of the day, and you don't want it to happen. So if you got friends out there experimenting with that crazy shit, man, you need to speak up and say something if you really care about them. But yeah, um, again, I'm just paying my respects to my dog, Toby. I really don't want to say his real name. Um, yeah, episode nine, This is America, the execution of Gambino. You already know, fire, freestyle to kick it off. 
Um, this is a dope episode. I linked up with another dope female. Cool as fuck. Super woke. <laughs> we talk about it in the episode. We talk about um, her background, her upbringing. She's also a fellow podcaster. Her ups, her downs, her branding, her building, you know, all those things alike. Uh, we speak on Kanye's crazy moments. And then I actually had to pull back up on her to get this Gambino exclusive because she broke a lot of shit down and then it ventured off into ATL, the show, Atlanta, I don't know what they call it. Um, yeah, so this was a dope episode, probably my favorite episode once I edit this shit up and see what the outcome is. Um, yeah, enjoy it. Peace. Alright. What day did that drop? Um, it dropped what Saturday Friday? night? Saturday. Saturday night, I think. Saturday night. The internet goes crazy. Everybody's talking. I didn't even catch it. And your man's Gambino takes over America in a twelve-hour span. He drops a song that is called "This Is America." How did you like it? I'm going to let you go full deaf into it. Go. Okay. Um, I love it. My initial impression was just that it was masterful. Um, there are a lot of themes. But I also um, understand the criticisms. Well, what was the criticism? Um, the fact, one, that... Um, as we all know, he doesn't have a very good, um, he doesn't do a very good job of being inclusive of black women. Hmm? Um, and he doesn't, yes. Where, who said that? A lot of people. Damn. I mean. But it's not, okay, let me finish. So that's not one, that, it's not necessarily like the video, but just like for him to be all of a sudden so woke and so black when before He's having these conversations about coming to a white woman calling him nigga or talking about how like he doesn't date black women and things. And then for them to just not really be be present and for him to have this, you know, this woke as fuck all of a sudden mentality. I, for me personally, people are allowed to progress. And it, as someone who's always followed him, I felt like his prior... <clears throat> his prior comments and some of the things that he's done have been satirical just like knowing what we know of him now and seeing the the art that he's putting out into the world because you know art is reflection of life um i think that he fully understands who he is and i fully i think that he fully understands his place in the world i think that um satirical comedy or even just being satirical in nature is always like a a double-edged sword because <clears throat> some people are going to get it the way you intend to for it to be received and other people are going to take it the exact opposite they're going to just agree with the over exaggeration and so I just think that that's his particular brand of comedy but I think that in terms of this video it was masterful um, just the like allusions to um, Jim Crow, the character um, from the late 1890s, not Jim Crow, the policy. Hold on real quick. <laughs> the first time you saw the video, 
Did you really catch on to that shit? That when face, I, the face he made, and then the gunshot he did. Did you catch on to that? Yes, but then I also, I, did. I also, why I've also followed his career for a very long time, and so even the face prior to that, there's like a this like weird like bulgy eye grit thing that. He that's does. what I was talking about. Yeah, that's the, the but face. that's yeah, yeah yeah. So like, but that's not new for him. That's something that he's done. Even when he played Troy on Community, which to me, I've always seen that. That's why I've always thought his comedy was satirical and he actually does understand so, his blackness. Oh, you saying the Sambo Coon face he made at the beginning is a face he's been doing in other projects? Yes. Oh, this nigga's done. Y'all ran. Y'all niggas ran with that shit then. Because Facebook gassed that bullshit up. He's done, he's done that as Troy when he... Um, when he was on community but to me i thought that he was aware of what that face was i've always seen him as very aware of of what that face meant because his timing in making that face in community would be on some coon shit oh so i feel like he he's always been this person he just played the game a particular way to get to where he is and now he's letting y'all know what's up that's why people like in my mind are jokingly saying this he's everything Kanye should have been. Yeah, he don't take he not taking that route. He's just that smart. To he's me. just that smart. Yeah. And he's always been that smart. To me. Yeah, he is um, just that smart about this shit. Right. And I think that that's reflected. When you watch Atlanta, this Nick like have you ever seen a representation of yourself that was just so blatant? On, on television, TV? outside of like Atlanta, uh, I think it kind of miss. Well, I feel know. like it's not everybody's saying. experience, but that is a literal black experience. It's like, wild though, but to say that's the average black life, not. Nah, but it is a wild depiction of the black life, like some of the I weird. I mean the wild shit. I mean the in between the wild shit. Well, the season two been on some wild shit, shit though. Season two been on some wild shit, but there's some very real shit in in the midst of that wild shit. There's some very yeah. You know what I'm saying it's like messages behind bullshit and shit. Season one was like Nigga you see shit. it for what it is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Season two been on some message shit, like the shit when he was in the woods. You didn't running. feel like season one was on no message shit. I mean, yeah, it hit expectations of what I knew he was gonna do, but it was more like. Hey y'all, come check this show out. I don't want to lose y'all. Season two is like, hey, get lost if you motherfucking want to keep up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. I because agree. that episode when he was in the woods, yeah, that shit was crazy. I was like, what the fuck is going on the whole time? And then by the time he got out the woods, I got the message that they was saying like, nigga, time is waiting on no man. You better get on your shit and go. And, like, you know what I'm saying? That shit was just crazy to me. Like, how he did that shit within a message of a, a like, dragon-ass episode. I really didn't know what the fuck was going on. Oh, I got it instantly. But, see, like, I feel like he and I think very similarly. And so, for me, that meant... That, that for particular one, was a lot in the Teddy Perkins episode. That shit. I couldn't... I didn't get... Oh, no, 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 no. What you talking about? The fake Michael Jackson? Yeah. Oh, no. That was a fire-ass episode. That shit was so fucking good. That shit was fire. I literally, as soon as it went off, I said, nah, I got to rewatch this shit. Like, 
That was a fire ass episode. It was one episode I didn't even get through. It was so boring. They kept going to a the lodge. They went to the lodge. Him oh, and his girl. The, the, the German episode. Yeah, that I, was a good episode. I cut it off like 10 minutes. I tried to watch it five times. I could never get into the shit. I feel like that one was like... What happened? Explain. To it me. was like insecure on steroids to me. Explain that episode. What because happened? basically Van is half German. She was raised in Germany. And mm-hmm. she put him... She wanted it was almost like she wanted him to prove his love for her when he already does love her, but she wanted it done her way because she put him in a situation where I know these white people are gonna be racist. I know this is not some place you wanna be, but just do it for me. And you know, you're sitting here and your sister's telling me telling you like, Oh, girl, you you know, you chose black when you chose him and you know like we went two different ways and women people walking up to him because there's like this like german blackface character and they're like oh my god how did you oh you're really a black person like just like this these things that you knew he would encounter in these ways that you knew that these people would feel and he's just supposed to be okay with that for the sake of of you that's like supposed to prove that he loves you i'm not putting up with that shit if you loved me you wouldn't put me in a situation like that and that's how i took it so they broke the fuck up and i think they should need to stay that way no, i think i they... see why i cut that shit off that's what? A, that's a that's a fucking love episode <laughs> I see why I kept getting lost. Every every episode since that episode, that shit just been going up, 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 up in fire content. Really? Yeah. I yeah, I didn't like the Drake episode. Did you the I Drake, loved what? I loved the Drake with the Drake por- portion of it. I didn't care for the angry black woman who was upset about the interracial couple. Uh, and the white girl's response. Yeah, that shit was a little too much. It, nah, I, I like the white girl response though. Nah, fuck that shit. <laughs> she fuck gave that shit. What, what what other answer do you expect for her to give? Bitch, you don't even respond to me. You just listen. Yeah, <laughs> just like her. <laughs> no, <laughs> I just like the way she looked back at her. It was like, or maybe I just love him. And I just been here since he was poor. Like, shut up, bitch. Like, you just be quiet. I got it. Uh, I was, just, I was, I felt sorry for her in that moment. But yeah. But I felt like that black friend was weird. It, or not black friend, but the the that particular friend was weird. Anyway, she was off to me. Her whole character was off. Mm. Um. Yeah, I just think that she was poorly written, but at the same token, like, yeah, I, I didn't really care for that. Just considering, I I think that it's some bullshit that these like like all of a sudden Donald Glover is popular and people oh he's cute he's this he's that like Keith Stanfield like these weirdo niggas are yeah. com- are like coming out the woodworks and like that's the new it thing and. It's like, yeah, well, we, don't fuck, we, we don't fuck with black girls, but, you know, like, we, we love Asian girls and white girls and this, that, uh, and the third. Uh, I saw an argument today that was like, y'all act like y'all don't fuck with black women because black women don't fuck with you. You don't want the black women that want you. Y'all got the audacity to be running after these fucking Kim Kardashian body that's black women supermodel status, knowing that half of y'all ugly. 
And then you want to make it seem like it's black women's fault that they don't fuck with you. I've been, I mean, that that's my MO. Like, Donald Glover, Lakeith Stanfield, like, top of my list. So, and I know plenty of women like me, so where is it that you're not fine? Like, are you not just look, are you not, are your eyes not open? Cause there are black women that are attracted to you. It might not be the one that you were checking for at the moment, but to count all of us out is pretty crazy. And I think that that works both ways. I don't think that we should count each other out for just because one black guy or one black woman like was like, Oh no, I'm not really feeling you. That doesn't mean that black yeah. women don't like you. I don't know. I, I, that's weird to me when niggas like prefer outside their race. I really? Mean, it's one thing to just, you know, explore and yeah. do your thing, but you got to come back home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To me. Absolutely. Uh, because the race is getting uh, diluted and washed out, I guess would be the term. Don't say no hotep shit because I feel like you're going in a real hotepy direction. Nah, hell no. Nah. <laughs> but the race is getting like I feel like this was the plan all along. Mm, to, and they're in their feet, they're falling for it. Yeah, it? like to 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 dilute this shit down the road somehow to where it's damn near completely gone. You okay, know? mildly hotepy, but I'll buy it. <laughs> I, feel, I don't know. I feel like that's where it's going. Like. I hope not. But I know I noticed that that's where America is. Though it's a blending pot. That was yeah, the picture of America. Hmm. That was the. No, picture. I don't know if that was the picture. Um, uh, I mean, I feel like that was an unintentional. If they was to make America, if it was either supposed to go two ways. People was supposed to stay within their racial tribes, or America was supposed to blend colors. Eventually, everything was supposed to blend. Everybody was supposed to stay in their space. One of the two. When you think about it like this. We've had to fight for the progress we have, and we've been fighting since long before 1776 or whatever. So, I feel like it it was supposed to stay homogenous, and what that mean? We, so homogenous is is like like homo the same. So every it was supposed to stay whites were whites, blacks were blacks. It was it was uh, meant to stay uh, tribe to tribe, but people fought for equality. So if you the tribe this or you the group that's sitting at the top, I want what you got. True. And the only way to do that in one school of thought is to assimilate, which means to blend with you. That's where it's going. I don't I don't know. I ain't got no problem with it. I don't, I don't care, you know. Really? Yeah, I, I mean, I I don't care because it's like, you your own man, do what you want to do. That's between you and your mama, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's I do between my own you and thing. your mama? Yeah, like, you know, that's how your mama going to feel at the end of the day. Do you care what your mama, because your mama going to say something or feel something. Absolutely. Your mama gonna feel something about that shit. I don't care what what the fuck kind of background you come from. At the end of the night, one night in her lifetime, she gonna feel or think some type of way about it. And it's gonna go the other way, too, in they household. So you just gotta expect that shit and accept that shit if you gonna go that way. Mm. And that's all I feel about interracial dating. Do your thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any issue with it. I just... It, it's not for me. Mm. 
Now, back to my fucking assessment. A fucking uh, this is America. Mm-hmm. Um, it was alright. It was alright. I'm dropping a bomb on that shit too. <laughs> it was alright. Do you mean the? Do you mean musically, or do you mean? I'm gonna drop a. Oh, you talking about that? Do you mean musically, or do you mean musically? It was all right, and I would have to agree with that. I think that it is a, it is a visual piece of work, exactly. Um, because I feel like the song could not have more meaning, or could not be more meaningful. And and the video maintained the level of meaningfulness because I feel like he talked he was talking about culture vultures and how people love to partake in our dances. Um, you That's know. what he was talking about. Well, if you think about it like this, he's doing all the new popular dances. He's got you know three different styles of hip hop or rap or whatever you want to call it in the video. He's got the This Is America portion, he's got the poppy portion, and then he's got like the mumble rap portion at the very end. He, he, so he's talking about culture vultures and people wanting to take all the good portions of black, um, mm-hmm. of black culture while police are running around with guns in the background and black people are getting left for dead while guns are being protected. But then you also have him talking about the state of hip hop. And the fact that hip hop is completely unaffected by these things, and it's just this this really light, seemingly fun song if you're just listening to the music. But when you see the visual, in addition to the music, that's, the that's where the depth is. That's the thing. I'm I'm music first, and if you're gonna go that route or that turn up shit, you better bring it and heed. Yeah, he ain't really bring it. You know what I'm saying? He what? <laughs> I feel like he brought it for him. He went. He's not, to, nah, he's not trying, hell no. Nah. He's not trying to be. I can play you some Donald. I know what you're saying, but I can play I some Donald. I listen to all of his music. To me, it's about. What's your favorite Donald? Uh, fucking um, if you want to just throw a song out there, uh, the I'm winning. I'm 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 winning. Okay. Rich kid asshole, pay me that shit, and um. I'm just saying, like his flow, his his the way he got in the pocket of shit, like it's it's a technical. I want to say lyricism shit, but it's a technical wordplay. Oh yeah, and that he I'm had saying. That. I, on his, I I loved his first album. I felt like he missed that shit on this song. Like this shit could have went way harder. But I feel like that was the point. No, I'm saying even in the turn up ignorant bullshit, like you feel like it could he could have went harder. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit was kind of eh, B minus C ish to me. You know what I'm saying? But the beat hard. He rapped his ass off because he's smart, and any smart nigga know how to rap, in my opinion. And uh. Fucking, because I'm proving that shit. I'm two for two on my shit. Well, what about smart bitches? Because I cannot rap. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's to me, rapping is a man thing. And oh, really? Every, yeah. I mean, every Wait so... Wait a fucking minute. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> but I was about to say, every so often you have females who can do it. 
But it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, what I want to say. What would you say? A tribal, a competitive type thing. Okay. And, you know, certain women just elect not to do that shit. But if as many women went for rap as as many men. Yeah, no. What am I going to rap about? My weave? That's what I'm saying. The pool's so (laughs) limited for y'all. Like, y'all so damn. I mean, we can't all be little Kim and talk about our sex lives all day. Shit crazy. And there's plenty of really dope female rappers out here talking about how how niggas are trash. Yeah. So, (laughs) I hope the women community get more deeper in the rap game. But back to my assessment. (laughs) I was going to finish up by saying that video, cool. I'm not hating on it. Um... You know, y'all, y'all, to me, motherfuckers just gas certain shit. Once certain people get behind shit, everybody you just run with me. it. I thought you were uh, a <laughs> believer. <laughs> certain motherfuckers just gas and get behind shit. And Donald Glover's my guy. I fucks with DG Gambino, whatever the fuck y'all want to call him. Um, Daddy. But I'm not impressed. <laughs> I am so upset with you right now. Uh, you did your thing, bruh. You did your thing. I'm not hating, but I'm not blown away like the rest of these people. All right? So how, Okay, so then my question for you is, because I understand the criticisms of him and I understand a lot of the themes, whether they're themes that he knowingly interjected or themes that just come about because obviously art reflects life so you can make those connections. What would you have done differently in terms of the video? The um, video is perfect. But you just said you... you. The video is perfect. I'm such a, a technical wordplay smithsman that it, <laughs> it, it eats away at me that this the motherfucker... The song wasn't enough for you. No, nah, to me it's like the, 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 the SAT GPA grade scale. Okay. He's coming in with a high motherfucking uh, test score. No, he's coming in with a high GPA. Okay. Right. We expect you to hit a certain number, and you hit a fucking a terrible number compared to other average motherfuckers who are coming in with a lower GPA. Okay. They are outward playing you on this chart. Okay, I got. If you. you gonna go down this alley, you know what I'm saying. Be about that life. That's all I'm saying. And it really, it killed me. You know what I'm saying? Because everything else is perfect. So that's all I'm going to say about it. Um, Shit, I know if he go back in the studio, he'll outdo it. But this shit, nah. I I, I don't disagree with you in terms of the song but I take the visual as the, the piece of artistry and so for me, the visual outweighs the music and that's what makes it masterful but I understand from your perspective how how if you're gonna give me that that much of a masterful video then then what you're saying needs to be equally as brilliant I guess he said everything he needed to say because I mean but he also said it for a wider audience a wider a wider what do you mean I feel like what what you're asking for is um, a little more advanced 
than what a lot of people are ready to digest. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. And like, so he he created it for a wider audience. Okay, so let me redo this. For that simple perspective, he hit the mark. Yeah. He hit the fucking mark. I mean, everybody's talking about it. I'm finna have a whole fucking episode dedicated to this. <laughs> name. But to me, no. Okay. That's all. I can take that. And I guess we'll leave it at that. <laughs> Unless you had anything else. I don't know. I just... I love it. Take people's artistry for what it is. It ain't gotta be perfect. <laughs> like, no. It has to be perfect. Good job, man. <laughs> I'm rooting for you. I really am. You, it's only a rare few of us out there, so keep doing your thing. Now, the reason I bought you in here today is to talk about podcasting, podcasting life, and just the things you're going through when it comes to just trying to come up in this difficult podcast world. Sheesh. That's a, that's a mouthful. It's definitely difficult. Um, where do you want to start? How long have you been podcasting? Since November of 2017. So not even a year yet. Mm, not even a year. You said November 2017? Mm-hmm. Um, what inspired you to get into podcasting? It's, I've always listened to podcasts and I've always been a, like a person who listens to conversation as opposed to like music so like when I'm in the car I'd rather have a conversation than listen to music and it just seemed like the right avenue for me right right um how old are you and where are you from Ooh. <laughs> I'm uh 25 for the third time and I am <laughs> from Connecticut um, but I've been in North Carolina for most of my life, so um, I went to high school in like Hickory, North Carolina, and I moved to Charlotte like two years ago. What are your views on Charlotte? Do you feel like it's the hood? Do you feel like it's a growing city? Trash? Overrated? It's a growing city, and that's really when you get to like the meat of why I started a podcast. Mm -hmm. Charlotte is in this sweet spot right now where we have this opportunity to make it the city that we want it to be. And there's a lot of opportunities. There's a lot of black people and we're on the cusp of a lot of gentrification. So if we transition Charlotte from being an exclusive city that, you know, you got to know somebody to know somebody to know where to be to a city that is more, inclusive and promotes our parties and our events and the things going on around town then we can actually make charlotte like a black city that's thriving i ain't letting that shit happen yeah it's not about what they will let happen black I say we got to tell you make that shit happen <laughs> yeah i don't you... know who the fuck gonna do it because it's a lot of stingy motherfuckers here well i i it's my mission to see it happen and of course, a female go do it. Oh, I'm glad you know. <laughs> oh, I'm I glad you I know. Stupid. They, they too. They too hateful towards each other, man. You but, think so? 
Yeah. Like, every man feels like it's a competition with the next man. You know what I'm saying? Like, they'll find a reason to hold a grudge against that motherfucker if they don't like them. But y'all can't find a way to work together. Yeah, if you fuck with them. Right. But somewhere down the line, somebody gonna fuck it up. Y'all have got to start changing your mentality because the reality of it is we're doing it. Because we've been taught to be crabs in a barrel within our race, within our genders. And you just have to undo that thinking because the reality of it is we're limitless. And that's why they want to oppress us. So we have to get out of the mindset that there's only room for one person at the top. Mm -hmm. Um, that's an oppressive way of thinking because the reality of it is I want to see all of my people win like there's no reason that I'm a nerd so there's no reason that Wakanda is not possible Uh, so where did you go to school? I went to App State and I went to UNCC for a little bit Mm. with the App State I sure did what was life like for you? what percentage is that school? of black people? Yeah, white people. Oh, shit. I don't know what percentage of them it is, but while I was there, there were probably like six, seven hundred black people mm. out of... Thousands. Yeah, out of thousands, yeah. That's crazy. And hey, what was that experience like for you? It was fine for me because my world was surrounded by blackness. So I didn't put myself in situations for the most part where it was just, you know, a needle in a haystack. And that's kind of how our black community was. So even though we were surrounded by whiteness, we were all kind of clustered together. Okay. Was yeah. you, did, um, all right, I'm asking you, was you the type of girl that was like the black power girl? Absolutely. She I'm went? still like that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So you would stop a whole fucking party to give a speech and type shit. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm. I'm like militant as shit. I am militant, but I'm. I'm. I think the one, the major thing that Black women are starting to realize and understanding that we're limitless is that we don't have to be just one thing or the other. If we had a party, I'm gonna party, but then I'm gonna take my time to, you know, let you know what's up. When it's appropriate. <laughs> but we're not going to waste this good party. <laughs> Alright, cool. How educated in slavery are you? Or how educated are you into how far as we go back as black people or either as human beings? Mm, I mean, I was an anthropology major, so pretty far back on the human beings. What's the anthropology? Um, anthropology is the study of culture, basically. So um, we studied all sorts of culture all the way back as as far as you know you could possibly go with like anthropological um, anthropology. And we studied like people's features and things like that. So you know, like the human bone structure and shit? In like biological anthropology. So yeah, so we actually dealt with bones, like people bones and stuff like that. But So you could pretty much tell me where I come from. No. <laughs> um, Ancestry.com can do that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that. I'm saying you can't look at like my fingers and tell me I'm not from like Angolia or some shit. If I had... Um, 
if I had majored and graduated in it, got a doctorate in it, probably, but yeah. no. Oh, no. Damn. It's all good. I had a good question. Um, oh, well, yeah, that's what I wanted to get into. I want to know um, how far back about Africa do you, you know? But what like, do you mean? Like, like, is it really real as planets? Because I don't know. I'm not woke, as they would say. I'm just simply kind of woke. Yeah. Um, what is the real Africa story, if you know it? I don't know it. I don't think any of us know it. Okay. I don't yeah. think that I don't think that any of us know it in its totality, and I wouldn't even like to try because I feel like our depiction or our version of the story has been so filtered mm-hmm. and so manipulated by right. so many different people that we we genuinely don't know that's the reality of it is that's been stolen from us mm-hmm. and we won't ever know all right so what was the most fascinating thing that you learned in anthropology that just blew your mind because that's what I'm really trying to uncover. Some 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 deep shit from back in the day. Oh, it didn't. It wasn't no age old shit that I uncovered. What I uncovered is like white people are exactly who you think they are. And what is that? That's where you take me somewhere. What? Trash. Oh my god. <laughs> that's, that's what they are. I went to a seventy five percent white high school. You did. Yeah. I graduated from one. I had went to a seventy five percent black uh-huh. middle school, didn't I transfer. Did you want to? Nah, I'm good. I'm okay. good. But um yeah. I would like to smile in their face next time I see them. But yes, get into this. What what is your your rely on white people are trash? I fucks with a couple of white people but go. I ahead. do, no, I do. The person I just got off the phone with is white. My best friend's white. Um oh my god. She is, but she knows they can be trash. <laughs> but no, it was the biggest thing was like the lack of willingness to, to learn or to understand and um, just to have an opportunity to be a fly on the wall in someone else's culture and to not understand the magnitude of that and like what someone is like giving like they're giving you themselves they're literally giving you the opportunity to experience their culture and you're just like shitting all over it you're just like oh this is so stupid and how do you pronounce that and that's dumb they need shoes oh my god can we just leave is it time to drink yet and it's just like I don't know. I just am a lover of culture and of people. And I like to see people in their element where they thrive and like where they're happiest. And so it was just like, damn, y'all really don't give a fuck (laughs) because because the world is your oyster and you're just (laughs) like you're happy everywhere. So like you don't you don't give a fuck that this person only has this one space where they feel the same way that you feel all the time. Mm-hmm. And so, it, yeah, I mean, it was kind of shitty, but, and I, um, I don't know. It helped me like transition my focus from studying the past and studying what other people have done and how they've been to like focusing on like being in the moment and caring about what, what's going on in my culture right now. All right. So that's kind of 
helped me to transition to where I am, I guess. Real quick, how do you feel about the woke nigga that fucks white women all the time? The woke nigga that fucks white women all the time. <laughs> you know exactly who the fuck I'm talking about. Who are you talking about? I need nobody specifics. in particular. But okay, you know, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. We're gonna get to Kanye already because oh, that's a whole different I, shit. I'm so high, I forgot about Kanye. This is a oh. good conversation <laughs> just talking to you. But uh, yeah, we're gonna get into that motherfucker too. But uh, yeah, how you feel about that? The world. I know you've seen them before. I have. Um, I haven't taken the time to develop opinions on that honestly because. I'm not like disgusted, like oh my god, like a white woman, like you're not real, because you very well could be, because it's possible that she understands her privilege and is using it properly. Like you know, if you fucking with a white girl that's that's on your level, what? How? Why should I hate on that? I don't. That's stupid to me. But at the same token, I don't think you would be for me. Because I know a white man couldn't understand me in in a way that, like, a black man could. And so I just, I don't even, I don't even consider white men. That would, mm. so I, I guess I just don't, I don't, there's an element of me that doesn't understand them. But I'm not mad at them. So. True. Um. Yeah, let's get straight into this shit. No, 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 fuck that. Your last episode, what was talked about <laughs> on your last episode of your podcast? Okay, so the last episode of my podcast actually aired yesterday. It's the episode one of season two. It's called um, Head Game Proper, and mm. it is all about head. How long was this episode? Two <laughs> Two hours and 15 minutes. What did y'all talk about? Head. Head don't last for two hours. How could y'all talk about head for (laughs) two hours? Was y'all talking about giving head or taking head? We were talking about giving head, getting head. Is ass eating considered a part of giving, getting head? No. Good head, bad head, and uh, What was your answer? What do you mean? Is ass eating a part of head? Not when it's being given to me. I don't want that. You don't like ass eating? No, I don't care for <laughs> that. It's weird. That's good. <laughs> All right. Oh, um, rounding up with that. Did you say you prefer to give head or not give head? Oh, I don't have a problem giving head. Mm. I don't have a problem with that. Gotta, you're just gonna have to listen to the episode. I'm gonna check it out. Y'all <laughs> should check it out too. Yeah, check but them all out. <laughs> on to this motherfucker, Kanye. Mm. Have you been seeing the rants and the crazy shit he been doing? I can't give my energy to that, honestly. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me this in pre-production? I mean, I've seen the shit. I've heard some of the things he said. How do you feel about it? Did you grow up fucking with him as a kid? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So it is a letdown to see this as a a woke citizen of America. I have a lot of feelings 
about it <laughs> because I feel like on one hand you're an adult and it's your responsibility. It's, you're an adult with pri- with privilege. You are an adult with resources and you are not doing what you need to do to take care of your mental health. And there are people out here who want to be mentally healthy and do not have the resources or the the ability um, to seek out those services or that medicine or even just like that clarity and you out here fucking around. <laughs> like on that on one hand, that's how I feel. Because, I, you know, your mother died. My mom died from the exact same thing. But guess what? I go to therapy every Tuesday at 11 o'clock. Like, I'm not hearing that shit, period, because it happened years ago. And if it's something that you need, if it's something that you haven't dealt with, you need to start. And it's just it's just not an excuse. Everybody else has to to like adapt and continue moving on with their their lives and you do too just because you have the money to be out here acting like a fuck nigga doesn't mean you should (laughs) but then on the other hand this is the shit that that dave Chappelle was telling us i kept missing that what the fuck what's up with that what happened what yeah tell me okay so it's like a in the actor studio um interview or some shit like that Mm -hmm. Uh, i can see it in my head like he's like i can see the whole shit in my head and i can't remember if it's when he got back from africa or before he went but he was talking about like celebrities like going crazy and just like the pressures of hollywood and how it's like we really don't see what goes on and you wonder why Michael is out here doing this, that, and the third. Or you're hearing about this other celebrity doing this, that, and the third. And um, he was just, like, trying to say, like, <laughs> I had every reason to go fucking crazy. Like, are y'all niggas kidding me? And it's so funny because, like, Cardi B was talking about it yesterday with the whole um, uh, Cash Doll verse. And she was like, you know, y'all motherfuckers will drive somebody crazy. Like, (laughs) y'all was driving niggas crazy before we had the internet. And now we have the internet. And y'all are just out here wilding. Like, saying whatever you want to people. And not understanding, like, what it's like to be in our shoes. And you get compensated quite a bit (laughs) um, to put up with the shit. But it's also a situation where who's like who are the people that are out there behind you? Are they helping you to manage your stress, your anxiety, the your financial situation, your family life? Because when you're famous, all those things change. And so if you don't have the right people behind you helping you to manage those things, it can consume you. Like social media is some fuck shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like what don't you like about social media? I love social media, but social media can be like the wild, wild west. Like that's America, but it's but it's it's a it's more than that because you lose an, an element of humanity when there's no physical people there, and there's nothing for you to actually relate with and like reach out and touch or like empathize with, and so the way that you know, people attack each other on the internet because somebody don't like Nicki Minaj and her stupid ass Chung Lee song. 
Yeah. For the record, the shit's trash. Like, uh, oh it's trash. Yeah, it's, it's trash. Bad. It's trash. You talking Just, about the bitches King Kong shit? I don't know what it is. The the fucking shit. The Chung Lee shit's trash. Remy Ma's shit, new shit, trash. Like, oh man, yeah, You're sitting on the black queens. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. I don't want to live in a world where I have to support everything just because it's black. Mm-hmm. I want to live in a world where we are able to be comfortably varied. And I can say, I don't like the shit you put out. It's plenty of black people who will support it or it's plenty of people who will support it. But I don't have to just like it just because. Like, right. I'm not with that shit. The shit's trash. You gotta come better than that. And we know that we, we've had better for both of y'all. Like, give me an itty bitty piggy, and we might be able to talk. But I'll be waiting until then. Damn. <laughs> Bitches, King Kong. I'm King Kong. <laughs> Bitches, King Kong. <laughs> <coughs> Shouts out to Nicki Minaj. Back to the show. Um. Yeah, I've had a few discrepancies, you said, but you know, I usually forget them, my dumb ass. This is where I'm trash at interviewing. <laughs> um, but one thing you said that it was uh, not human. What did you mean by that? You There's like an element of your humanity that's lost. Like, we're like literally sitting next to each other like I'm human I'm a I'm a fully realized person whether you know my whole life or not you can see that I'm like flesh and bone right. when you're behind a computer and somebody is reduced to an avatar like a tiny little picture in the corner <laughs> where you can barely even make out features like an element of their humanity is removed because for you as the person who's like looking at that screen because it's just not it's, it's too easy to dissociate. It's not human. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just... It's barely a person. Right up there in the corner. And so, I can say whatever the fuck I want to you. I'm at this... Like, I'm virtually invincible. <laughs> what you gonna do? Find my IP address and come mm-hmm. to my house? Like... Shit, one of these nerds might. <laughs> they might. <laughs> Niggas sending package bombs and shit. Okay. Shit's crazy. Yeah, but you on the nice side of the city, living right and shit. Really? Um, yeah. <laughs> um. Yes. Back to your podcast. How many episodes you done did? Fourteen. We've Four. done a lot more, but we we didn't release a lot. Y'all didn't release a lot. Mm. They just they this shit takes practice. People think this shit is just. Oh, you just talking. Like, you can just get up there and do it. But, <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to hear you say like after every every word. You know, originally we had three people. So, <laughs> y'all talking over each other and shit. Mm-hmm. And you getting off topic. So, yeah, it, it, it does actually take work. I say um after everything. Me too. But, uh... I gotta... <laughs> <laughs> a partner that edits that shit out and <laughs> sometimes she don't but fuck it uh, yeah. 
So, where do you plan to take your podcast in the next year or so? Um, I definitely want to triple, quadruple, like take the listenership as far as possible. Um, but I would really like for it to become like a staple in Charlotte. I'd like for it to be like a catalyst for, um, other creatives to get their stories out there, um, get their art out there, um, we're in the process of building a board of directors for a nonprofit um, that we're trying to start that will eventually result in like a co-working space that's geared towards like urban black and brown, like urban millennials. So um, instead of a co-working space, that's just like offices and Wi-Fi, you know, we know that our people are starting from. A different place we're not all at the same level so we want to actually be able to provide the laptops with the studio equipment mm. and the editing software and photoshop you know and the print press for people who are trying to get their t-shirt lines off and stuff like that right. um a place where you can throw a party if you want to or have your fashion show and you know you can smoke weed if you want to we, ain't nobody gonna say shit <laughs> like you know, a place where we can feel free to be ourselves, but be product, be our best productive selves. Um, so we really want the podcast to like kind of be a catalyst for that. And um, shit, if the shit starts making me money, then <laughs> it, hey. I heard somewhere down the line they said that record label was gonna start signing podcasts. That would be lit. Hell yeah, niggas be getting deals left and right. Yeah. And we're like, we uh, just got on Spotify, which is like a big deal. And it's kind of crazy because we're so new and so small. Yeah. Um, but, hey, shit. They paying people to make playlists and shit. Pay us. <laughs> you, you, anybody uh-huh. y'all want to sponsor? Shout out to Spotify. Shout out to Tidal. Y'all don't get on, y'all not on Apple Music? I mean, Apple? Yeah. Oh, okay. We're on everything except for title. Man. <laughs> yeah. Y'all doing better than me. <laughs> nah. I drive them motherfuckers to SoundCloud. Yeah, I mean, most of them you can uh, do through <coughs> SoundCloud. And that'll be episode eight of Me Blanc Amigo. I like to thank my guest of the Thick Roots podcast for pulling up and spending a dope 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 episode with me um yeah i'm gonna keep this thing going keep these legendary episodes building i appreciate y'all uh showing love even though it's silently supporting we spoke about it in the episode uh i'll be back with another episode soon soon y'all already know every other friday until i hit a certain number in my head that i got planted so yeah spread the word show love Pull up on IG, pull up on Twitter, pull up on Facebook. Y'all know who it is. It's your boy, Robbie Dean. Yerp.